This podcast is brought to you by ChasingRoos.com, the online store for international rugby league fans. What is up, Kangaroo Chasers, and welcome to another episode of the Rugby League podcast for international rugby league fans and by international rugby league fans. I, of course, am your host, Michael Carboni. You can call me Carbs. If you've been here for a while, you know me by now. Um, And if you're, of course, one of our friends from Rugby League in America, you can call me the Don of the Chasing Kangaroo Media family, Don Carboni. I like it, guys. I must admit, I do like it. We joke about it. They joke about it on their pod. I don't mind that nickname, and uh, it's kind of funny. But um, this one is another me talking to myself episode. Don't worry. I've got some good interviews coming up, which I'll tell you more about towards the end of this. But I wanted to do a bit of a live read and reaction, which I don't normally do stuff like that. I almost did one a few days ago when uh, the international rankings came out. But look, Tonga number two, that's nice, but not too much movement otherwise. And and really, as long as the kangaroos aren't playing much footy, how accurate is it? Not very. So let's wait till after the World Cup when there's another ranking and we'll take, some, we'll take a deep dive when that does happen. But I received a couple of hours ago a media release from uh, Brad Walter. He is the media manager at International Rugby League. And the heading interested me very much. I'll read that to you. I haven't read this article yet. So again, you're going to get my live take. Hopefully, it's good info. Sometimes these, these media release type things, they have a lot of information, but don't really say much if you know what I'm saying. But think this one could be good so let's check it out so heading road to france rugby league world cup 2025 qualifying process announced um and for me really juicy we've been waiting for you know some internationals to be announced we know there's a few tournaments coming up but how they relate to the world cup in 2025 you know troy grant touched on it when we spoke a few weeks ago go back and listen to that one if you haven't um, but yeah, it's, it's announced or so it seems. So let's, let's read, let's go on and read and see what it's all about. So international rugby league has finalized the qualification framework for the 2025 men's, women's and wheelchair international rugby league, rugby league world cups to be staged concurrently in France. Yippee. The qualifying process for the 2025 youth world cup to be played alongside the men's, women's and wheelchair tournaments will be announced in 2023. Well, that makes a lot of sense, so that's cool. Um, Four World Cups at once is pretty cool as well. So in what will be the biggest qualifying event in International Rugby League history, a total of 46 national teams will be involved in qualifying competitions for the men's and women's tournaments. This compares to 20 national teams that were involved in the 2021 qualifying 
These include 20 women's teams who will contest International Rugby League's first women's qualifying competition for the eight remaining positions at the 2025 World Cup. Russia is currently suspended from International Rugby League. Yep. A decision will be made in December on whether Russia can participate in the men's and women's European qualifying tournaments next year. Well, that's going to be interesting. Um, We've got some friends in Russia, Rugby League, obviously. Um, And it's a shame, but, uh, you know, it's obvious reasons why it's all suspended. So we'll see what the decision is there. Uh, There are, continuing on, there are 16 available berths in each of the four tournaments. So men's, women's wheelchair and youth under 19s, which is really cool. So there's going to be 16 nations at each level of World Cup there. So um, for the women's, massive, it doubles in size. For the wheelchair, it it doubles in size. Uh, And under 19s, I mean, that'll be the biggest under 19s World Cup ever as well so but the men's remaining the same and i think that's the right call at the moment okay france as the host nation automatically qualifies for all four world cups beautiful the eight men's quarter finalists and all eight women's teams from 2021 to be played in england later this year are also given automatic entry into the 2025 world cup with the remaining eight spots in each tournament up for grabs really cool okay so that happened last time. So the, the eight men's quarter finalists from um, 2017 automatically qualified for this one. So you saw the likes of Lebanon qualifying automatically because they made the top eight. Um, interesting that all the women's nations who um, participate this year will make it automatically. Um, and that's really cool for a nation like Brazil, for example, who I know they've put in a lot of hard yards and to know that, you know, they're going to get another another three years um, of World Cup excitement, um, That's I think that's really good for the development of Women's Rugby League in Brazil. So, so that's actually really cool. I like that. Okay. An expression of interest and invitation process will be used to determine the 16 wheelchair finalists. Cool. That makes sense as well because um, otherwise it could be tricky. Okay. Uh, International Rugby League Chair Troy Grant, our buddy Troy, he said, when the inaugural Rugby League World Cup was hosted by France in 1954, it comprised of just four teams. But when the World Cups return to France in 2025, there will be four tournaments, men's, women, wheelchair and youth, and each will comprise of 16 teams. France 2025 will be the biggest and boldest Rugby League World Cup and the impact can already be seen with a record number of nations and teams involved in detailed and meaningful qualifying process for World Cup berths. Uh, What else? The growth of Women's Rugby League since 2017 has been phenomenal and for the first time there will be a qualifying tournament for places at 2025. Uh, While the number of nations wanting to participate in wheelchair is exciting and encouraging. The Youth World Cup presents an opportunity for nations to identify and harness emerging talent who may go on to form the nucleus of their senior international teams in future years, and it's great to hear that some nations are beginning preparations in this area. The 2025 qualifying process will be the most keenly contested in the game's history and highlights the enormous growth and opportunities for international rugby league. Yeah, good stuff. Nice, nice words there, Troy. Okay, Men's World Cup. Okay, so this goes into a bit more detail now, it looks. Okay, so for the men, the eight quarterfinalists at 2021 automatically qualify for the World Cup in 2025. Then the regional allocations confirmed in March is Europe. There'll be six to eight European nations in the next World Cup. 
There'll be five to seven berths for Asia Pacific. There'll be two Americas, which is great. I don't think we've spoken about it on the pod, but two Americas will qualify. And one to two from Middle East Africa. (laughs) I wish that was two. I wish that was solidified as two. But anyway, okay, one to two for Middle East Africa. So going into detail. So Europe, there's six to eight European nations will be there. So teams competing in the 2021 World Cup are England, Greece, France, Italy, Ireland, Italy, Scotland, Wales. So the format of a European qualifying tournament in 2024, if required, can only be determined after the 2021 quarterfinalists are known. But the following preliminary competitions will be played in 2023. So we'll see the European Championship A with England, France, Ireland, Italy, Scotland, Serbia, Spain and Wales in two groups of four. Uh, If required, this will act as a direct qualification event to France 25 and or a route to the 2024 European qualifying tournament if one is required. The winner of the European Championship B, so that's including Germany, Greece, Netherlands, Norway, Russia, Ukraine, in two groups of three, will advance to the 2024 European qualifying tournament if one is required or to an inter-regional rep charge if a Europe-only qualifying tournament is not required. Um, The qualifying process has already begun with 2021 European Championship D in Turkey. Netherlands won and have advanced to Euro B with Czech Republic, Malta and Turkey eliminated. However, if Russia does not participate in Euro B, the Czech Republic will take its place as the 2021 Euro D runner-up. Okay, a lot to unpack there. So firstly, people will be excited to hear that uh, Euro A and B pretty much cemented. So England, France, Ireland, Italy, Scotland, Serbia, Spain, Wales, Germany, Greece, Netherlands, Norway, Russia or Czech Republic and Ukraine will all be playing in Euros in 2023. So a massive, massive end of season, two massive end of season tournaments there in Europe. So really exciting stuff for next year, which we knew about already, but good to see it clearly here in writing as well. So it looks like, I guess it depends on if if any nations out of, so, okay, we know France are automatically in, so they're going to be one of those six to eight. Um, and look, I assume, look, we've got England, Greece, Ireland, Italy, Scotland, Wales. You know, you assume England will be in the quarterfinals for the World Cup and, you know, maybe one of the others, one or two of the others, Ireland, Scotland, Wales, potentially Italy. Interesting, Greece. Mm. Okay, so what that means is Euro Championship A, England, France, Wales will, if required, act as a direct. So one of the, so mm, it all sounds so confusing, doesn't it? But basically, there needs to be at least six European nations. So if let's say only England and you know, Wales, like, make it into the top eight at the World Cup, just for example, then it means we're going to have some serious qualification happening um, the year after at Euros. So we'll see some qualifiers come through from Championship A, but then there'll be another European tournament in 2024 and we'll see some more qualifiers there. Um, So that's really interesting. Um, it's really hard to tell how that's going to go down right now. Very confusing. Lots of nations involved, but lots of opportunities, which is good. Okay, Asia Pacific, five to seven berths there. This looks a little less complicated, right? So teams competing at the Rugby League World Cup 2021 are Australia, Cook Islands, Fiji, New Zealand, PNG, Samoa and Tonga. 
So qualifying process, all seven eligible Asia-Pacific nations are involved in this year's World Cup. As a result, no qualification competition can be confirmed until 21, uh, 2021 quarterfinalists are known. Now, this is really interesting because looking at it, like Australia, New Zealand, Fiji, Samoa, Tonga, Papua New Guinea, you know, all out of those seven, all of them, ex, you know, all of them could make the quarters, you know, but realistically, you'd say at least six of them would make the quarterfinals. So um, that means there would not really need to be a um, a Pacific Nations next year or an Asia-Pacific Cup or anything like that for qualifications. Hopefully, we do get something like that at the end of next year, but it wouldn't be a direct World Cup qualification if most of these um, Asia-Pacific nations get, get through automatically, which I think they will. We might see cookies in some sort of rep charge, you know, maybe playing um, a winner of Europe or, or someone that's almost qualifying for Europe or one of the nations almost qualifying for Middle East Africa. Okay. I hope this makes sense, guys. I'm reading it live, so I'm trying to make sense of it myself. Uh, Americas, so two births. This is really interesting. So Jamaica, the only team from the Americas competing at the 2021 World Cup. Next World Cup, there will definitely be two teams from the Americas, which is really exciting. It means, you know, we could see a Jamaica and Canada or Canada and US or Brazil and Jamaica or whatever the makeup may be. So the qualifying tournament will be next year, 2023's Americas Championship. So qualifying process for that, it's a little bit more simple than the first two because there's less nations involved. So this should make more sense. But qualifying will begin this year with the highest place finisher from Brazil or Chile in the 2022 South American Championship in Colombia, progressing to the 2023 Americas Championship, joining Canada, Jamaica and USA. Now, Colombia needs to be pointed out, they're an observer member. Uh, so they're ineligible for World Cup qualification. So... It's going to be out of Brazil and Chile. Um, should Jamaica be a Rugby League 21 quarter finalist, the highest place finisher from the other three nations will qualify for France. Okay. Should Jamaica not reach this you know, quarter, year's quarter final, the two finalists in America's qualifying tournament will qualify directly. Cool. Okay. So this year, this is how that go I'll, I'll try and explain that if you don't get it already. So this year, we're going to see the South American Championship in Colombia. It's Brazil, Chile and Colombia taking part in that. Uh, Colombia cannot qualify for the World Cup. They're only observer members. So presumably, either Brazil or Chile will win that anyway. The winner of that will go on to the 2023 Americas um, Championship, where they'll face Canada, Jamaica and USA. So if you remember... Uh, last time, I think it was 2018, leading into the 21 World Cup. It was USA, J Jamaica, Canada and Chile. Uh, this time, Chile need to qualify through that South American Championship if they are to make it, them or Brazil. Um, presumably, I don't think, Jam I'd love to see Jamaica make the quarterfinals and automatically qualify, but presumably they won't. So what that means is, two of those four nations from the Americas will qualify. So it gives, it gives you know, it gives the likes of USA, Canada a really good chance of getting there, um, which is really nice for them. Uh, early bets for me, Jamaica, Canada. Sorry, U sorry, US guys. Okay, Middle East Africa, one to two berths. So teams competing um, this year in the World Cup are Lebanon. Uh, Lebanon could make the quarters. I totally discounted them earlier. 
So Lebanon could make it. Um, and if they do, let's see, qualifying tournament, MEA Cup 2023. So there'll be an MEA next year as well. So really cool. They're pretty much solidifying or cementing MEA, Euros and America's championships for next year. Um, still a bit wishy-washy on, on the Pacific um, championship, but anyway, let's see. Uh, qualifying process. So qualifying will begin this year with the two highest place finishes from Cameroon, Ghana, Morocco and Nigeria in the MEA championship in Accra, progressing to meet Lebanon and South Africa in the MEA Cup 2023. Should Lebanon be in the quarterfinals as a uh, highest place finisher from the other three MEA Cup 2023 participants will enter an inter-regional rep charge in 2024 for the final berth at France 2025. Interesting, should Lebanon not reach this year's quarterfinals, the 2023 MEA Cup winner will qualify directly for, for France 2025. Okay, so if Lebanon, okay, interesting. Okay, so if Lebanon don't make the top eight at this year's World Cup, um, they will face South Africa and the winner of this year's MIA Championships out of Cameroon, Ghana, Morocco, Nigeria. So let's say Ghana get through, right? So let's just use hypotheticals. Ghana get through, Lebanon don't make the top eight. Then Lebanon, South Africa and Ghana will face in the MIA Cup next year and the winner of that goes through to the World Cup. But if Lebanon do make the top eight, let's say Ghana get through at 2022 MIA Championship, Ghana will play Lebanon, South Africa, no, 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 no. What will happen is Ghana and South Africa, I think, would likely play in an inter-regional rep charge. So they might play, you know, leftover nations close to qualifying in Europe, for example, or the cookies or something like that. That's really cool, an inter-regional rep charge. So you could see like a few, you could see like four nations from different, um, from different areas competing for a spot. That's really cool. I hope I've read that right. Interesting stuff. Tell me if I'm wrong, guys. DM me at ChasingRoosePod on Twitter, at ChasingRoos on Instagram and Facebook. All right, Women's World Cup. So all eight teams competing uh, will automatically in 2021 will automatically qualify, subject to satisfying International Rugby League development guidelines that are aimed at growing the women's game in the country. Interesting little caveat there. The regional birth allocation confirmed in March is so six from Asia-Pacific, six from Europe, three from the Americas. That's interesting. So that pretty much, to me, guarantees Brazil, um, Canada and USA there. Sorry, Jamaica, but that confirms that for me. Uh, and Middle East Africa will have one nation. So Asia-Pacific, teams competing at the World Cup and who will automatically qualify. Uh, Australia, Cookies, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea. So that's four. So there's going to be room for two more Asia-Pacific nations. So qualifying process, Fiji, Samoa and Tonga will play each other in 2024 in the Asia-Pacific qualifying tournament with the two highest placed teams joining the other four. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to get two out of Fiji, Samoa and Tonga. You'd hate to be the one that misses out. Uh, anyway, okay. Europe. So teams competing in Europe in 2021 and automatically qualifying are England and France. So that leaves four spots. Um, so in the Europe qualifying tournament, Greece, Italy, Ireland, Malta, Russia, Serbia, Turkey and Wales will play in two groups of four in 2023 with the two highest place finishes from each group qualifying for 2025. Really cool. The two highest. So we're going to have 
what is there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So out of those eight, four of them will make it. That's really, that's that's a good chance for some of these nations. So we could see, for example, like Greece, Ireland, Italy, Serbia, all making it. Turkey, yeah, there's, there's good opportunities there for the ladies. That's This is really good. Um, America's three births, teams competing at the World Cup, Brazil and Canada. So Brazil and Canada will qualify automatically, which leaves one spot from Chile, Jamaica, USA. They'll play each other at the 2024 America's qualifying tournament with the winner joining Brazil and Canada. Awesome. I'd bet it's USA at this stage. Um, so much simpler to break down how the women qualify. So this is really good. Uh, sorry that the men's one was so confusing, guys. I hope I got it right. Okay. Middle East Africa, there's one berth. So no teams participating at this World Cup, but the next, in 2025, one of, let's see, in the Middle East Africa qualifying tournament in 2024, Cameroon, Ghana, Lebanon, Morocco, Nigeria, and South Africa will play in two groups of three, followed by a final round where Group A teams will meet the corresponding finisher from Group B with the competition winner qualifying for 2021. Wow, that's a massive tournament. And, um, yeah, that's going to be a tight spot, that one. So Cameroon, Ghana, Lebanon, Morocco, Nigeria, and South Africa. Wow. Wow. All right. Uh, wheelchair World Cup. An expression of interest and invitation process will be used to determine the 16 finalists. Those 16 finalists will be selected by the end of 2024. No determination has been made on regional birth allocations. Fair enough. And, of course, the Youth World Cup, the qualifying framework, will be determined in 2023, which, of course, makes sense because um, it's under-19s and, you know, you don't know who's going to be good, you know, at 17 years of age just yet. Okay. Beautiful. That's the end of the article. Okay, so really interesting. Um, I hope that made sense. I love my, you know, overall thoughts, loving that we're going to get 16 um, in each in each group, 16 nations. That's really cool. Um, the women's, there's so many opportunities for these, some of these women's nations, uh, doubling the amount of women in the, in the next world cup, the likes of Brazil having an extra three years of development. I absolutely love that for the men, super complicated. Um, I'm glad we're getting, um, you know, we're, we're getting Euros next year. There's going to be a lot of European rugby league next year. We're getting America's America's Championship next year. Um, we're getting the MIA um, Cup next year as well. So good to see we're going to have some, you know, some of these positions in the next World Cup solidified. Um, it's a shame we haven't got, you know, a greater idea of what's happening in the Southern Hemisphere. Um, look, I'm going to assume next year, let's go up and read this bit again. I'm going to assume Australia, New Zealand and Tonga are doing something next year at the end of the year anyway, regardless of qualifications. Interesting. All right. Well, that's it. That's the news. That's how it works. Are you still confused about the men's a little bit? Yeah. But I guess we'll just see how that plays out and I'll keep you guys posted. But um, yeah, good stuff. All right, guys. Upcoming episodes. As I said, I've got more interviews coming up soon. So I did sit down with, in my opinion, one of the two greatest Kiwis to never play in the NRL. Many of you can probably guess who that is. And if you don't, if you don't guess it right, 
Uh, it's probably his brother. That's the clue. Um, and we've got, uh, you should all know who that is by now. Uh, we've also got some good, interesting chat coming up with the boys from the Rugby League in America podcast. So Dustin and Jimmy have got their hands on some USARL membership criteria or a draft criteria anyway. Um, I know they're pretty, uh, yeah, they've got some interesting convo coming up. So look out for that one in the next week or so. And uh, in the works a little bit later, uh, my boy Mike Wood, uh, the man formerly, or the journalist formerly known as the NRL outsider, um, he's putting together a little series in conjunction with the Raw in the lead up to the World Cup as well, which is going to be really interesting. So keep your eyes, or should I say your ears out for that one. But that's about it, guys. Hope you enjoyed me reading and talking to myself and stumbling and trying to understand it all. I hope I helped you make sense of it. Uh, I think I have a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I'll see you next time. And thanks for chasing kangaroos with me.